So the big question is this, are you tired of the hustle and grind of fix and flip? Do you really think you can wholesale your way to success? What you really want is a cash flowing portfolio that lets you live a life of freedom, sunsets and palm trees on your terms. But what if you're stuck because you have no capital, no time and no idea where to start? That ends now. Your host, Corey Peterson, is a rags-to-riches real estate millionaire who started out with no money or credit and quickly grew a portfolio of cash-flowing apartments. Not to mention, he did it all with other people's money. You're only one deal away from creating the cash flow life, and the Multifamily Legacy Podcast will show you how. So now, here's your host, the big kahuna, Corey Peterson. Hey everybody! Welcome to the Multifamily Legacy Podcast. I'm your host Corey Peterson, and we are, and I'm actually here with my wonderful wife of <laughs> 17 years. We uh, we uh, we are shooting this right now in um, Honolulu on the North Shore, uh-huh. and um, we just wanted to do a special podcast um, as we're celebrating 17 years. 17 years of beautiful bliss. <laughs> so uh, in this episode, we're going to talk a, a couple. Come about a couple different things. One is relationships, because being married to an entrepreneur is not the easiest thing in the world, right, honey? Well, you made it pretty easy, but no, you're right. There's, <laughs> there's some ups and downs. It's definitely a roller coaster at times. Yeah, I mean, as an entrepreneur, as the guy that I am, um, what I think a lot of entrepreneurs are, I have lots of ideas. I have lots oh, of, man. and for someone to put up with that craziness. It's all, you're always chasing white rabbits, and I feel like I have to say, hey, man, let's, let's stick with one rabbit for now. It's yeah. easier to catch one rabbit when you're focused on one versus trying to catch two at a time. Because then you're not going to catch any, right? Well, you know, I typically don't <laughs> catch a lot of them, but I try. I really try. I'm not always super successful, but, you know. You are to me, baby. Oh, well, thank you. So let's start off with relationships. Um, and, you know, 17 years... I've always said one of the things that we've we've done well, if you were asked, in my opinion, this is my version, okay, is that we've always, I mean, we've never had a lots of fights, um, and we've never really tried to change each other. I think that's the biggest thing right there is not trying to change your other partner. I've known from the very beginning, the day that I watched you walk out of a convenience store hunched over, and I'm like, man, hey, why don't you walk straight? And you looked at me with this weird look, and you said... Honey, I've been walking like this my whole life. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'll never be able to change this dude. It was just, a, it was like in that moment I knew, like, there was, you are who you are. And I'll never change you. And quite frankly, I never wanted to change you. I love the way you are. I love you the way you are, babe. Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but that leads me to like our, the conversation that I feel like, um, you know, when you're out there with uh, a spouse that's an entrepreneur, you know, especially in the game of real estate. Mm-hmm. There's ups and downs and ebbs and flows. And specifically when we talk about multifamily, in the beginning, it's it's really a lot of work. I mean, I think a lot of people, I, you know, I, we talk about sunsets and palm trees and creating your lifestyle, but that's what gets created. And uh, But it doesn't mean that it starts with like, oh, it's just, it's going to be, you know, an easy road. Right. No, it's definitely been a, a journey for sure. And on that journey, I, th- I can't even tell you how... Um, for me, you know, how much of a blessing it is to have a supportive spouse. And so can you talk to that a little bit? Oh, being a supportive spouse? Yeah. Of course. You know, I, 
I remember the day you came home and you said, babe, I want to do real estate full time. And I knew in my heart of hearts that you were going to crush it. I, I just had so much belief in you and what you could do and the, and the possibilities were just limitless. And um, I think that's where it starts is the mindset of that partner is to say, you know, hey, you got to believe in it, believe in your partner, believe that that person, he or she is able to fulfill their potential. And I just knew you were going to crush it. I didn't know how you were going to. Yeah, but because see, you had no, you had no experience. I would put it up. I would even say, like, listen, in the beginning, it there wasn't, it wasn't sunsets and palm trees. It oh, was God, like, no. yeah, Barely. oh God, Corey's trying all this crazy stuff, and <sighs> it doesn't look or feel like he's getting anywhere. Right. I mean, that's that's the stuff we're talking. We're not talking about the pretty shit. <laughs> we're talking about the times where, honey, I we're feel like. God, you know, I'm a failure. I'm, but I mean, honestly, those are the rough patches in my experience and my journey, truly when I needed you the most. And, and you've always been there. And so that's what I think, like, being a supportive spouse is really those moments when your partner wants to give up. Mm. Because, I mean, it's easy when it's easy. I mean, when things right. are going good, I don't, I don't have any issues. I'm right. great. Yeah. It's when hard things happen, whether, you know, losing money, uh, making, I mean, oh, I still make mistakes to this day of doing things and committing to things and then having to, you know, figure it out and make it work. And like, that's a real deal. Right. And I've always, I've always, always, always felt that you've always been there to support me in those tough times. And so why do, why, why do you do that? A, because I love you. <laughs> it's pretty It's pretty simple. B, it's because I know that you are a solutions-oriented person. You've always figured a way through things. You're always able to navigate through tough situations. So that's a quality that I saw in you early on. And, Dan, I'm telling you, uh, there's that T-shirt in, in Cabo that we saw that said, I don't need Google. I have my husband. He can fix everything. And you are. You're Mr. Fix-It. You can figure it out. Right. Um, I don't know if that's the answer you're looking for, but that's no, how I feel. No, that's that, that, <laughs> there is, this is unscripted. <laughs> it is very unscripted. It's not like we really planned this thing. We just said, let's, there's a beach. Let's yeah, let's put pull on, over. Let's put on our cool outfits, our costumes. I don't know about that. <laughs> I just changed in the Jeep. We're spreading the word of aloha here. <laughs> But I, I think you're right. I think, you know, I've always had the ability to figure some things out, right. which allowed you to put your trust in me. Yes. Even though it doesn't look, it didn't look like it was going to work. Right. I mean, that's what we're talking about. Right. And, and really, you know, as if you've got a spouse out there, uh, I th it's so important to communicate. And, um, you know, I feel like that's one thing we're talking about, you know, 17 years of marriage. Yeah, and I think you just nailed it on the head. Trust is, is huge because if you trust, if you fully complete, completely trust your partner, you're able to let go of that control. I think oftentimes the other partner, you know. You but not everybody does. That. I mean, so that's the that's point. What, that's that's what I want to talk to you. No, not everybody can let that control go. And as women, I think, uh, especially strong, independent women, I would kind of say that that's who I am. Sometimes I want to have my finger on everything and just try to control every situation. Um, you know, coming from a corporate American background, that's kind of my genetic makeup. And I know there are a lot of women that are like that. So in order to be able to let that piece of you go and have complete trust in your spouse or your partner, um, that speaks volumes. Yeah, and but it, so how is that earned? 
well, it's through me, it's, it's for me, it was more seeing you doing the work. And, you know, we talked about that hustle and grind, you know, fixing flippers and wholesalers are always chasing that next deal. Um, your hustle and grind was always being on the freaking computer, man. You're always looking for solutions, always looking for that next deal. You're always trying to put the deal together. You're, you're you know, you're like this puzzle maker. You, you find different pieces and you're able to connect the dots and you do that so efficiently and, and, and so beautifully. And I just knew, I'm just like, man, this guy, you know, you always say I'm not the sharpest tool in the shed, but I'm going to tell you here, baby, you are the smartest man that I know. So for all you listeners, well, don't, you, don't let love. him fool you. He is the smartest man that I know to, to be able to put these huge multi-million dollar deals together is that's quite, that's, that's huge. A lot of people can't do that. Well, I thank you, my love. You're, you're welcome. And I, I, had to, I had to throw you. I, I teach I was, others too now, huh? Yes, you do. And I love that. <laughs> and I love that you, I love that you love to teach others this game. So it's great. Well, thank you. This is actually one of my favorite things to do is to get on the mic and, you know, you know, kind of give, <laughs> give it back because that's what we do. That's what I've, I mean, I, my dad's always, you know, given me that desire of to help others and to, um, you know, share what you've learned. I think that's very powerful when yep. you can do it from that place and do it because you love it, not because it pays you. Um, so I would, I, I do do my podcast for free and um, I think that's important. So, okay. That part of the supportive spouse, because I think there's a lot of listeners out there that could use some support. Like, and how do you, you know, and I think what, first of all, it's like communicating to your spouse saying, Hey, here's what I want to do. Right. And I'm not exactly sure the way, because a lot of times, once you say, here's where I want to go, it's very simple for a lot of spouses, I think, to start asking, firing off like rapid questions. Well, how are you going to get there? What are you going to do? You know, what, uh, how does that take? Like, what do you turn left? Do you turn right? You know, well, but how much, have you, you know, how much does it cost? You know, do you like how much money is it going to be? Wait, what if you're going to lose? What, what's the worst case? I mean, can, I mean, you know what I'm saying? there. I'm like, gosh, damn. Oh, man. Shelly's never done that. Well, maybe a time or two. Ah. And the answer sometimes is simply, I don't know. Oh, really? And but I but I know I can get there. And you know, for me, that was enough. I, I mean, I remember early on in your career, I'm just like, how are you? What are you gonna do? How are you gonna? Do? And I had a gazillion questions. But here's what's crazy is. You've always had a strong vision of where you wanted to go. Yeah. And I've always been 10 steps behind you. I'm like, oh, that's what he was talking about. So ladies or guys, if you're in a relationship where your partner's an entrepreneur and you have no idea what's going on with their vision and you don't understand it, it's okay. Because I'm going to tell you, there's a lot of things that Corey does. And I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see it. I don't see your vision yet. And then, you know, boom, there it is. All in fruition. And it's a beautiful thing. To behold because um you know never in a million years i wouldn't think my life would look like this being retired from corporate america working you know 50 60 hours a week being away from our kids traveling all the time for work and i knew that you always said i want to provide you this lifestyle and i always thought it was sweet oh yeah yeah okay and or your goal was five years five years hon i want to retire you and you did it in three years and to be able to be a part of that, it's just, it's huge. It's just, it completely has changed our lives and our children's lives. So honey, one of the things that I feel like we've really are starting to transition and really actually utilizing your background mm -hmm. is in our ability to start raising capital. 
Yeah. We've decided to kind of take a little different approach and really approach it kind of like the pharmaceutical industry. Yeah. You want to talk about that? Yeah, sure. So for those that don't know me, my background is pharmaceuticals. And um, I used to train representatives on how to talk to doctors in, in you know, primary care offices, OBGYNs, every doctor you can imagine. So yeah, so the, the goal here is to offer folks, high net worth individuals, busy working professionals, an alternative to the stock market. And the story that we've created is very unique and um, different in terms of how we're going to go out and talk to folks out in the field, hitting these you know, chiropractic offices, hitting dentist office. Um, there are certain specialty groups that I wanna test out and see which one has more traction. Um, I will tell you, if you're going to adopt this system, I would stay away from the primary care offices. Good luck getting into those offices, but but specialties that are not as heavy in in terms of like, you know, a lot of pharmaceutical reps or hitting those offices. Those would be your chiros or your dentists, maybe your natural paths. But right? hold on, you're waiting. We're getting way in the weeds here. We're not even told what the hell you're doing. Oh, okay. So Let's like, we're going to go into doctors, dentists, chiropractors, offices, and we're going to share with them our kahuna story. Yes. Okay. At the gist of what we're trying to do, we're trying to go door knock people, potential uh, investors, yep. and start having conversations leading with our company, right? right? Meaning, here's what we do. We buy apartments. Here's some statistics on why apartments. Yeah, why they make, why it's a good alternative to the stock market. That's actually really important, especially like when the market crashes, like the market just has. Mm-hmm. You know, those stories resonate really, really well. And I think they're going to be more, um, as time goes on and market, you know, goes up and down, those are stories that I think a lot of doctors and dentists can relate to. And the reason why is because a lot of them have what, honey? They have money. They have and, IRA accounts. And they have IRA accounts. Right? Most of most. And um, a lot of them are probably accredited investors. They're, yep. They're accredited right. investors. And they usually are in invested into their IRAs or 401ks and basically in the stock market, right? Or have a broker. And typically when we look at, at capital, if we can go and compete with those types of people, right. um, we can win almost every time, right? We, uh, if we're competing with people that have money in the stock market, you know, I would say nine out of 10 times, we can really make a case for um, what we're doing and why it would be a good solution for a lot of people. Well, and a lot of these um, doctors and, and specialty groups, they, they really want to get into the real estate space. They just don't know how, and they don't want to put any more time or, or effort. They know they should have some real estate in their portfolio, but how do they go about in getting there? Right. And I think we make it uh, very easy and doable when we present an opportunity and say, hey, here's what we do as a company. Yep. And then the next step would be what? We'd set up an event or set up a, a one-on-one. Well, yeah. So we're, we, so, and we're, what we're doing is we're creating a one piece, a one pager. We call that a viz aid. A viz aid. To go into these offices to start the conversation. Now we all know that you got to start the conversation with the front of the office first. Right. That's where it starts, and then we can either have like a luncheon or mm-hmm. something like that to where we can get the doctor's time, or the right. dentist's time, or the chiropractor's time. Right. A lot of times, if you feed them, um, they'll give you an audience. But yeah. now we're not just having the conversation with just the doctors, right, it's or, or the dentist. The it could be, um, you know, ex- exactly everybody in the everybody. office, the whole staff, because a lot of them have, you know, the same thing. They could have worked for another job. 
could be mm -hmm. PAs in there. It could be just a nurse, whole bunch nurse of people, nurse, nurse practitioners. Yes. Yep. And so now we're having um, conversations with a lot more people. Right. And then what we've uh, now we're just now getting ready to launch this. Um, we're also thinking about doing quarterly events. Right. Right. And at the quarterly events, that's where we're going to really um, have it to where the doctors can um, meet me because that right now they're just meeting you and um, our sales people. Yep. And and our sales people are um, really we're even looking at it kind of like with the Edward Jones model as well. Right. When I was a financial advisor, you know, I went door to door. Mm -hmm. And I had a, and you remember that? Oh yeah, middle, middle of Arizona summer. Oh my god. And so and so they make you go door to door and. What you're when you're at door to door, it's kind of the same thing. Here's what we do. We're an alternative to the stock market. From time to time, we have some investments that you may be interested. In. You know, can I give you a holler when I when I have them? Right. And so now we know that we can't share uh, investment advice on the first. You know, they have to be. We have to have a accredited investor form filled out. Right. But just by pitching it that way, they're going to at least give you their phone number. And if you're already at their house, um, you already know the address. So then we can start a follow-up process to then get them on a one-on-one. We call it our, you know, marketing power credibility kit um, uh, set down, and then to truly a one-on-one where they sign an accredited investor form, and then we basically have an active investor waiting to invest. Right. And um, really, that is kind of the two segments that we've decided to do. Right. It's a little different approach, so it's not an online approach as it is, and very old-school approach really that I learned from Edward Jones and then from your in pharmaceuticals. So we, we're going to use both approaches and do it both ways. And then the people that we're hiring, actually we're using our intern, Mr. Everything. Mr. Everything. Uh, Isaac. <laughs> and he's super excited. And it'll pr probably be the hardest work he'll ever do, but probably the, be the most rewarding that he'll ever do. You know, right now we still got him on a salary. It's, it's, a, it's a livable wage. Yep. But we're going to test this process and develop it and then we can hire truly more seasoned people and but by then i mean isaac's going to be killing it and he's going to be doing really well oh yeah absolutely i think this is just such a, an incredible way of introducing yourselves to potential investors that are out there yep. and um really i think it's it's an easy trainable way to duplicate it across other markets as well uh, I know sometimes I think people feel it's a little awkward walking into a clinic and go, hey, it's a doctor. For me, that's second nature. And so it's just really just making friends. And right? it's, it's going to give us and, an army of local investors, too. Yep. And yep. that's really that. That's our goal is to have a bunch of local uh, investors. I mean, Phoenix has got so many, uh, so much money in it. Right. And I think that's really um, the goal is to find really local investors that we can just crush it with. Right. And a lot of times I'll go in these offices and they'll say, oh, you're part of a REIT. So it's, you got to make sure that you differentiate yourself from, you know, this is why we always use that phrase, an alternative to the stock market. We are not a REIT. For those that don't know what a REIT is, what's a REIT, honey? Yeah, but <laughs> that, no one's ever said a REIT. I have had it happen in an office. Really? Yes. See? They thought we were a REIT. They thought we were a REIT. Ah. Yep. The Real Estate Investment Trust, it's a fund. We're not a fund. We are not a fund. We're actually the people that buy the property. Right. And so I think, and, and really, people want the deal makers. We're the deal makers. Right. And we can show a history and, and we have and a good story. Yeah. And so that's kind of what we've decided as one of the ways we want to raise capital. Now, let's talk about how you pay for it. 
um, you know, these are going to be salary employees. Say, so, and we'll probably give them, you know, either annual bonuses or semi-annual bonuses or whatever based on company profits. But the truth is, so, you know, we get an acquisition fee off of every deal that we do. And so, in my mind, if I just take the acquisition for Kahuna Investments and that's uh, money that comes into the company, mm-hmm. that's really the money you can use to spend to develop your salespeople and, uh, and give them and, that salary. And a marketing budget. Yeah, for, and a marketing budget. For, you know, your goodie pens or you yep. know, your lunch and learns uh, in services that you may do for the office, um, your events. Yep. Right? Yep. So all those things, I think if you did, you did two deals a year, and let's say they're $10 million deals, uh-huh. right? And you're taking a 4% acquisition fee. That's $800,000 that you can use. Hey, honey, I can, I can, I can work that in the marketing department. Marketing, sales yeah. and marketing department. Now, I'm not giving her all eight hundred, okay? <laughs> <laughs> but I might give her 300000 and that would be a small piece to pay to be able to fund and have an operation of a bunch of capital. But yep. I don't even think it'll be that much. I, I mean, it's just so it's two salaries and, a, and food budgets. Man, back in the my pharma days, I would literally I would go through a McDonald's drive-through and I would pick up these dollar burritos, and I'd get fifty of them, fifty bucks, right? And I would walk into an office, and I'm gonna tell you, I was everybody's best friend. Yeah. Because I took care of them. I mean, it was one of those things. It's like, oh, I didn't have time to eat breakfast, and they're slammed with patients, and they just grabbed a breakfast burrito, and then I could shoot them a little message about my products. Yeah. And it would stick. They're like, oh, there's yeah, Shelly, she's the you know women's health rep, but. They knew my products. Right. They all knew who I was. Yep. And I think that's the key, guys, is that you got to get your your company name, you got to get your brand out there, and get people talking, get that buzz going. Because they're like, oh, Kahuna Investments, who are they? Oh, they buy apartments. They're an alternative to the stock market. Yep. Right. That's the blurt, honey. Hey, get, getting it, huh? Yes, you are, baby. <laughs> and just so you guys know, I told Corey years ago, I would never, ever, ever be a part of our business. I always wanted to have my own thing. And um, I was miss. Look how far you've oh, come. Oh gosh, I know. I've sw- Look I've how sw- far you've come. I, I have. You're like, I don't even know the words, honey. I don't I even know, know real estate words. I didn't know about apartments. I didn't know what an NOI. <laughs> I didn't know what rubs were. <laughs> CapEx. Oh my I know gosh. Know all, honey. Oh, you've come a long way. <laughs> I've come a long way. See, I knew if you would, you know, in which, hey, oh, listen, geez. I've been trying to have her do this for <laughs> 10 years now. Uh, Ever since I got in my first apartment, I was like, oh, oh, man, honey, if you just go talk to these doctors about what we do. And so, you know, 14 years later, (laughs) we're here. (laughs) She's ready. She's she's absolutely ready. And she wants to do it. And it wasn't my idea. (laughs) See, that's where I had had to finally give up. And then you took it on. See, once I gave up, then it's like, oh, honey, I think I'm going to do this now. Oh, Gosh damn it, man. Just don't ever tell me what to do. <laughs> Pretty much. Isn't that right? Yep. Well, listen, honey, I've had a wonderful time oh. doing a podcast with you guys. Well, thank with you, you. Thank you for having me on your yep. show. So, guys, listen, you know, uh, mindset is everything. Lifestyle is what this game's about. You know, we're coming to you from Honolulu um, in the North Shore, and um, we're living our best life, right? Yep. And, you know, you can right. too, because... It really takes the belief. It starts there. It starts with, and sometimes that belief is like a grain of sand, right? It's not, it's not that much. But you take it and you just start, you start surrounding yourself with other grains of sand, other people that are in the right business, Ooh, other like people that. that have the, 
the uh, same mindset. And the next thing you know is you have a beach. Oh, how do you do that? Right? You always do that. And you have the sun coming down and you have a vision and purpose and, and it means something and you can see the way there. And in the beginning, it doesn't feel that way. But I'm telling you, if you believe it, you can achieve it and your paradise is possible.